Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Design Recharge episode. I'm your host, Diane Gibbs, and this is, I think, episode 311. And we are, oh, just so you know, if you're here live, you can come live. Anybody can come live. All you need to do is sign up for the email newsletter um, at rechargingyou.com. Maybe it really will be a true rapid recharge. So I'm going to start with one commercial. Maybe then I won't have to record it later. Have you guys heard of Timely? This thing is, I'm terrible at tracking my time. I'm terrible at, oh, I hate billing. I hate, but this has made it so much easier. Timely is an app that's on your computer and on your phone. So if you're, if you're better at doing it on your phone or whatever. Anyway, you can, it'll remind you, it'll be like, hey, I hope you're in a comfy chair. You've been there for three hours or whatever because you've been working on the same project. What I also love is really the stalker mode. And I'm not going off my script here. I'm just, because I can't see my script. But the stalker mode is it, tra it, you can tell it. You don't have to do this, but I actually pay for this because I want this. So then I can go back and see what I was doing so then I can bill correctly, which I think is really, really, yeah, it's probably is similar, Naomi. Um, Karina Raff turned me on to it and she's in Oregon with State of Assembly. And she's like, this thing is awesome. And she has people under her that uh, they track their time through Timely as well. So it's good for teams. It's also good for individuals. There's a freelancer rate as well. I went one above the freelancer. It's like $14 a month or something. So Timely, you can get bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash D-R Timely, T-I-M-E-L-Y. That is the only commercial I'm going to have today. Here's the other thing. I totally missed the August 1st. If you want to do Patreon and do the next challenge, it is going to, um, I will have it ready. We're going to start September 1st. That wasn't the ideal plan, but that's how I, the only way I can do it, unfortunately. So I'm going to actually do two options on that. So you can choose which option. So if one doesn't feel great to you, you can do another one because I didn't want to leave anybody out if they wanted. But I'm going to do, I think, just one. But I'll have examples of both. So today is about niching. And I think that niching scares a lot of people. When I talk to people, that's one of the things I end up when I'm talking to them about whatever their pain point is or in their business. And it ends up being, well, I don't know what I should do. And so there's a lot of fear things that come with niching. Oh, I'm cutting myself out of other business or then people won't come to me for these other things. And, you know, there are workarounds around it. And I totally believe that there are. I feel strongly about niching because people need to know when to use you. If they don't know, if you're just a generalist, then they would, if somebody said, oh man, I need somebody to design a logo, then they're not thinking about you because they don't think of you. They just think of you as a designer and they don't really have something that really, like if I said salad, do you think of McDonald's? Probably not. I wouldn't think that that would be the first, I think French fries, right? I mean, they have the best fries of anybody. I don't know. They're covering them in butter or something. I have no idea. Not good for you at all. But when you know you think about certain things that um, are known for, you know, I also think of bad things maybe at McDonald's too. But I definitely don't think a salad. So you know, if you're trying to be thought of as something, it doesn't mean that you can't sell those other things. It just means more than likely you're promoting and you're advertising to the world 
this thing that you do. Not that they're like, oh, our fries, our fries, our fries. To be honest, McDonald's is more about cheap, 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 right? What you can get for a dollar right now. Oh, look, you can get this $1 haircut, bling, or you can get a whole burger or something, right? So it's about inexpensive or quick and whatever. So I love your fries, people. Love your fries. Charge $5 for those fries and a dollar for a burger. That's fine. So when you're niching, you need to be known for something. And so there's ways to go around if you're just really like, I can't do it. So I think of myself as a generalist, to be honest. I think that if somebody comes to me, I'm usually like, yep, I can do that. Yep, I can do that. And to be honest, I really love publication design. Always have. That's where I started in the business. I love I just real anal and I love the OCD-ness to try to get everything perfect. Um, can I do ads? Yes. Do I do ads? Yes. Do I do social media? Absolutely. Do I do web? Absolutely. But I make more money doing web than I do. And it's fun. It's, it's kind of publication design, to be honest. You still have to have the nitty gritty. There's still like the structure that comes into it. So I really feel like publication design and web go really well together. And it's also about like figuring things out and, and being clear about your messaging, what images you're using, things like this. To me, it is really important that I start telling people that I do web. I do web. I do web. But then the evil Diane comes out, right? And she says, who do you think you are that you are going to tell people you don't know anything? You learned everything you know from Ferdie Cooper, which I don't know what how to say his last name. And so I'm like, Okay, so I don't. And then I start thinking, oh, I can't say I'm a web designer. I suck at everything. I'm not going to be able to do anything. And then I think, no, I'm good at doing some of these things. I'm probably not ever going to do a hospital system, but I wouldn't accept that job. I probably am never going to do this really huge, you know, Coca-Cola's website. Not my client, not who I'm going for. But what I'm going for is helping these small to medium businesses grow and be more clear. And then I look at where they are on the web or these sites and I'm like, I could help these people. And those are the people that crushes her down and gets the cheerleader Diane out. The, the cheerleader comes out and be like, look, you can help these people. Look at how bad their stuff is now. It'll be great. At least it'll be clear. And... Um, so Ferdy I love and story brand. So if you guys want to know, Naomi is a story brand brand representative. I don't know what you're called. Mm, contractor. Write it in the chat there. And put your how people certified guide. She's a certified guide, people, for story brand. So you're gonna crush the one that's saying, Who do you think you are? Right. And be like, but I can help some people. I'm not going after Coca-Cola. I'm not going after McDonald's. I'm not going after a hospital system. I am trying to do my best to help a small to medium company rise above. And I can do that. I absolutely can do that. And these people now have a voice. Now it's just maybe about coaching them in their business, which I actually really feel strongly about as well. And then I then it says, who do you think you are? You could coach people about business. You're right. Absolutely. But I could just tell you what I know. So if we all shared what we knew, and if everybody in the world shared what we knew, we would be better. We would have lots of places to go and find these answers when we hit these. And luckily, it's so much better than maybe it used to be. One, before the internet, we had to go to the library, people. The library. So Naomi, just so everybody knows, it will be in the links on 
rechargingyou.com slash 311. But you can get her at Naomi at Naomi G-G-E-E.com. We've crushed the mean Diane or the mean Mario, because I know Mario deals with this too. And we've now said, who can we help? So we need to have that focus. Okay. So one, I've niched by saying, I'm going to do web. Now, granted, if somebody comes to me and I do their web, I do also say, hey, do you have a, do you have a logo? Do you have this? Do you, what else are you doing? Are you doing social? Do you need these other things? And it ends up being more work. I end up using my generalist stuff to do that. But now I can actually piece some of those things out and I can help get somebody else to help me with some of the things that I don't really like to do, like logos. But I have awesome friends who love doing logos and then they can make money and I can make money, right? They, I can, they can be these people that I trust and that I use for these things. Anyway, so then it really makes her happy because she likes to help other people. And you probably like to make people happy too, right? So now this person, mean Diane, sort of seems like I'm a little mm, multiple personality, but I think we all have the devil and the, you know, the angel, the good one, and the devil, right? We, we know what I'm talking about. I think of Tom and Jerry, boop, you know, the little devil would come up and be like, you don't need to blah, blah, or whatever. Now she comes up and she's like, blah, 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 mean, 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 mean. And then this one's like, no, no, look what you're doing. Okay, we got that part. I have my notes. Okay, so one, we've claimed what we're doing, websites. I'm just telling you what I'm doing, websites. And then two, I'm saying, hey, I have a certain audience. So you don't have to double claim, but I am. But you could probably do a logo. Say you're doing logo or branding. You could probably do that for bigger companies. It wouldn't stress you out like it does me. Those would be things that you could do. And then you, you don't have to niche by an audience. Awesome, Naomi. Thank you. She shared a online course with StoryBrand, which is super helpful. And you guys should click on that link in particular, and I'll put that down. All right. So we've niched on who you could either niche. I think you don't have to do it just for like I'm doing it for small businesses or medium, or you're just doing large businesses, which some people just niche in that. If you don't have, if you're not making over $250,000 a year, $500,000 a year, we're, we're not interested in being your design firm, right? Fred says, should design studios niche? Well, depends on, I mean, I, most of the people here are doing freelance. I'm trying to look to see if anybody over there has a larger team. I think most of them are either working a full-time job and they have a team that they work with. Um, but if think about like that. So say you're working at work, then your company should be known. Just like McDonald's probably is known for cheap and, and fries. If you think about other companies, to me, I think it's better to be known for something. So if I'm talking to Kent, and I know Kent's an amazing photographer. You, Kent, you should put your handle in the chat or website or something. Amazing photographer. But if I never told you that, and he didn't tell you that, he just showed his illustration work, then he would. there's nobody, right, that would know that he was this great photographer, nature photographer. So that's even another niche. Think about other areas really go in. But now if I need nature photography, I will call Kent and Kent will be able to help me. But if I don't, I just think of him as a good photographer and he just takes good pictures of everything. I'm not sure when a friend says, oh, I'm having, I need a postcard for my national park. Do you know anybody who can shoot that? 
I would think of Kent. So it helps people, other people to remember because most of my business comes from word of mouth. Now, granted, when you start doing Google ads and stuff like that, you could actually have landing pages for each of these things, each of these niches. You could say you do web, you do for small businesses, you could do web for medium businesses. You could also say you do advertising. And then those people might not ever see that you do webs, right? They, but because they got there from an ad for advertising or for branding. So they don't even think about the web, but really branding is web as well, right? We know that. Okay. So it's scary. Um, who does she think she is, right? That's one of the reasons. And there's always someone better than me. There's always, absolutely always someone better than me. But there's always a scary part. I was listening to a podcast, but I do think I hear this a lot on lots of different podcasts. People talk about, well, when I started, I was scared. I'm like, started? Man, that makes me feel like I just started because I'm still scared. I am 46. When I'm 46, and so to me, if they're saying they're, they were just scared in the beginning or they were hitting the floor in the beginning of, I'm still there. I am still figuring things out. And I actually just want to make that very clear that no matter how much education you have or how much time in the field, you know, I guess if you're not growing, maybe you don't. But to me, it's like we're always uncomfortable because if you're growing, then you always know there's somebody to be achieving or striving to be like. Or, And I think that it's just about those things. And I think we have goals. We have things that we want to do and things we want to accomplish. You want a niche because one, you're going to get better because you're going to start pushing yourself in that area. Two, you're going to probably make more work for other people, meaning not in a bad way, but like you'll be able to give some of the work that you don't want to do to other people. So you make better, make good friends, you know, make them happy. Everybody's always, I think everybody's always looking, you know, to do more of the things that they want to do, right? So then you're helping somebody else niche by sharing when you don't want to do that. People, I do not like to do logos. I will be sharing it. Specifically, um, so I am saying, Bautista asked, oh, so you recommend multiple niching. That's one way if you're going to do Google ads. I think that that I think that's a way for people who are really nervous about niching, then if you have to do, if you, if you really have to, you know, you're putting stuff out there because nobody's coming to you, then I would say yes. But if you're talking about who you're talking to, I think it's really important that people know you, you for something, not just design. Here's the thing. And this is a good example. I had a friend who's a friend who. I see at conferences and it's a friend that I meet with on a regular basis. Now, maybe I wasn't meeting with her so much on a regular basis then, but I was meeting with her. So when you multiple niching, the only reason I think you would do it is if you were, you didn't have any friends that were sharing your stuff. Your friends, I think that know you should know you for something that you do. If you're just reaching a broad audience, Google, and you're trying to get you know, advertising or online advertising in San Diego, then you should, you could try to niche just on that or branding in San Diego, you know, or some little neighborhood or, you know, like um, Cupertino in Cal in San Francisco area, the Bay area, pick these tiny little towns and say, Oh, if somebody's searching for a branding designer, there or an advertising, digital advertising designer in those areas, then I think you might get, get some work. 
in multiple niches because you'd create a landing page or something. It's just one technique, one idea. But I still think, Bautista, you would, you are probably going to have somebody who's um, nature or doing something with, um, I mean, you talked about climbing, me and you, right? So, and and going out and being just one kind of with nature and, and being living in that and pushing yourself when you're climbing. So you may want to go after companies that are also um, pushing to be better, like Patagonia or something, right? I mean, that would be like a big, like a McDonald's, right? But you you might could do that. I mean, who knows? You lots of possibilities. So um, I just want more people to know you for that niche because I think you will get more work if more people know you for that. So if I think about certain type of illustration that I'm looking for, then I would call certain people, but it's because they've niched. It doesn't mean that they don't have multiple niches and can't do multiple things really well. It's just that I know them for like one or two things. And that's where for me, for so many years, I've just been everything. But what ends up happening is that I'm not able to really, um, sometimes I take on clients that I don't really love the product or the thing. I mean, I like because I'm learning. Uh, Bautista says, I love your style, Diane. Thanks for the advice. Lots of possibilities indeed. I'm analyzing different niches and we'll let you know. Yes, we need to have another call, Bautista, I think. But that's true. <laughs> there are so many people that you could help if you would tell them that you were doing the work that you're doing. If we are just super generalist, then people don't like it's like a cafeteria. It's like, what does Walmart sell? Huh, everything. Well, if I'm going to go get a sofa, am I going to go to Walmart? No. I do not want to buy a sofa from Walmart. You know, I might buy, I don't even know if I buy paint from Walmart. I'm going to Lowe's to get my paint. Like, I feel like they know paint better, right? I'm getting cereal and toilet paper and, you know, chips at Walmart, right? I'm not, you know, like I'm not getting bathing suits at Walmart. I'm not getting underwear at Walmart. So you understand, because I kept thinking for so many years, people would be like, oh, niche, niche. And I'm like, no, not for me, not for me. I want to be able to take on more work, take on more work. I don't want to be, but then I realized, <laughs> blooper reel. Did you know there's a blooper reel at the end? Like I cut all the things where I mistake or just rambling or I can't remember what I was supposed to be talking about like this. Anyway. This pro probably leave in so then somebody could li listen on in the end or watch it. It's not really exciting to watch because my shirt keeps changing color. Not like I have a weird shirt on. I don't. It's just the sun. Hey, Amber. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it is kind of like squirrel when people pop in. but Because I, I like to see when you guys come, so thank you. But what happens when I tell people, then other people can be like, oh, yeah, Diane's this. Oh, yeah, I was telling you about my friend. Okay, so I'm doing design recharge. I've interviewed tons of people. Some people know I'm a teacher. Some people don't. Some of my clients don't know I'm a teacher. I mean, I guess if they did any research, they'd be able to find that out. It's not like I'm hiding it or anything. I'm proud to be a teacher at the University of South Alabama. But... I don't focus on that with that client. I also don't try to talk about other clients with other clients. It kind of feels like you're dating somebody. You're dating George, and then you're going to go talk to 
uh, Jody about Tate, Date, and George. You don't do that. You want Jody to feel like she or he is the only person that you are their client. You want to feel like you are on their team. They are on, you are on their team. You only, you are focused. And I feel like that has been, I have clients who I've had for 15 years, even longer some. And so I feel like that's been one of the things they, I don't ever really complain about or talk about other clients. I might say I'm doing client work, but I don't try not to be real specific because I kind of feel like it feels like you're dating around. And I never did that. And I don't feel like that's a good thing to do. So I like people to feel focused on, you know, and, and I want them to know I'm part of their team. Luckily, I can juggle a lot of things. But now, so this girl, she said, oh, I didn't know you were a designer. Oh, that was like, you know, like a huge pain I, for all of you who's listening and just heard me. It sounds like I was choking. I, I hit my chest like I was stabbing it with a knife and I turned it. And that was the sound. So to me, somebody, I was doing this for probably three years at the time and you didn't know I was a designer? Holy cazoli. I'm a designer, people. I have my own business. I, I do this because I want to be better at my business. I also think it's good for me to um, hear what's happening in the real world so that I can teach the students uh, issues, problems, but I really have a heart for entrepreneurs that are kind of doing the, their own thing. So when she said that, that made me think, I either am not clear it's not clear what I do. So I think after that day, I changed my profile. It said, um, I always say designer. So if I meet, meet you in the, uh, in the, not in the restroom, I, mean, I do talk to people in the bathroom, but in the grocery store and somebody asks me what I do, the first thing I say is I'm a designer. I don't say I'm a teacher first because I was a designer first. So I say I'm a designer. And that's where some people who weren't classically trained or they have a problem saying that. And I feel like, you know, you just got to claim it. So it's just like Bautista, if you were to say, I am a designer and I like to design for athletic uh, companies or up and coming or entrepreneurial or startups that are doing something in the health and wellness or then to me, that helps me place you and helps me get you in my brain when I have a logo or when I have something, I'm going to come to Bautista for that, right? If your style is what I'm looking for, if I'm, if I'm, you know, sometimes people don't even know what your style is. They just know you do blank. You do web design or you do something for really wealthy people, you know? So there, really there's a couple of ways you can niche. So I think we need to stake our claim. Do you remember in the old West? Not that y'all were there, but my mom's watching. I'm just kidding, mom. I'm just playing. It was just a joke. Um, you're not that old. So um, <laughs> that was really, really bad. But she'll laugh, hopefully. Right, mom? If you knew how to type in the thing, you'd be typing. Hopefully. I'll get a call later. Right now. I'm just kidding. Nobody's calling me. Okay. Um, but you, they would go out West and they would, uh, everybody'd be and they'd be like, go and then you'd go and you'd ride your horse or your little buggy or whatever or run and then you'd stake the claim i think there was like a nicole kidman and tom cruise movie i don't remember what it was but they did this in this movie and they go and they they figure out what plot of land they want and then they go and stake their claim and then they had 40 acres or far and away great job maria you should come every week 
I often don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you did. You won. You were the fastest for sure. So, and the best, clearly, not just the fastest. But that could be another niche, right? <laughs> if you were fast. Um, but I do think that niching doesn't have to be just one thing. But the closer you get down, people know, oh, she does this. She works in silver. You know, so I was just looking at my ring. So, you know, if that's what the kind of stuff you do, then it's a certain audience. It's if I worked in silver and diamonds, huh, you know, that's a different audience. I can't. It's not like college kids are going to be able to afford my diamonds, but a college kid could probably afford a silver ring, right? I get this right after college. That's what I'm saying. And it was expensive to me at the time. It was $75. Anyway, James Avery. Niching doesn't have to be one thing, but the closer you get to what you want to do, now granted, for somebody straight out of school or just starting your own business, when you niche too far too quick, you either don't maybe know what you're doing or you're not an expert at it. But that's why I think it was good for me to try a lot of things. I ended up having a lot of like retirement residents. I did a lot of websites for retirement residents, which was fine. It wasn't, um, I wasn't going to be like, oh my gosh, I want to do retirement residences all over the country. It just wasn't something that I just really felt like I wanted to do. So I liked changing my knee. I liked changing my industry. I've done hair salons. Recently, I've done two things in, in San Diego, LA area, two websites. And you know, it's like, I love having beautiful photography to work with. And these two clients had beautiful photography to work with. Not that that's a, but I, my design's really clean. I mean, I guess I could probably do fun, but I haven't done fun. Nation doesn't have to be one thing. Um, it's more, could be more than just web. You could do the Google AdWords things and niche, but I would have, you should have like two or three things, three max that people aren't think of you for. But I think most of the time we want them to think of us for one thing. Niche on an industry or you could in, do on an age bracket. So if say I just want a dentist, dentists have a lot of money or they think they have more money than me and they are always needing new people. Everybody pretty much has teeth or if not, they need things that stay in the place. Not like they're going out to the wood shop and putting in some wood teeth, right? Nobody's, nobody's doing that, I don't think. I mean, I think they used to do it. Like when you'd go stake your claim in the Old West, <laughs> get you with, with your wooden teeth. Sometimes people niche because that's where they ended up. So sometimes I'll have conversations with people and they may be working in an industry and it doesn't really... It's not really their fit, but they know a lot about it and they're up against a wall. They need to make money right now. So maybe they've had like Mario has had a ton of experience in um, health and fitness. He may not love designing for health and fitness, but that may be where he stakes his claim because he knows it so well. He knows the audience. He knows the people who own the things that are trying to sell to the people who are his, his audience. Or he And he may niche even further. Like he might just go to chiropractors. How did I say that funny? Who says it like that? Chiropractors. I don't even know how I said it before. Anyway. Um. Exactly. Mario said, sometimes your niche finds you. And sometimes you don't even think about it. I was talking to my friend, Abby, and she was like, she was just telling me about her life. 
and what she did. And for a while she was doing recruiting for like technology companies. And I was like, do you, did you make good connections in, in that industry? And she's like, I did. I had great connections. I had a lot of fun doing it, but she was doing it for somebody else. And she was kind of like a headhunter. I was like, why don't you reach out to those people and tell them what you're doing? Because you're an amazing designer. They loved working with you before. Now you have this new skill. Now they can use you for this. And so that's what she did. And she just hadn't thought about it because it wasn't something that was, she just hadn't thought about her history or her past like that. I know that if I wanted to go do, I have done some dentist websites. I think I've done two. Anyway, I've done three retirement residents. I guess that's not that many, but I try not to double up, you know, but anyway, they were different places. So to me, it's like, okay, well then this is like a key. Okay. Well, I do this pretty good. So maybe I could go after other retirement residents. I could target them. I could just put it out on Google ads that that's what I do. Then it's very specific because I am a retirement resident. I am looking for a new web designer. This would be something. Then I, I, they would know it was me because I've already done other things. I could, they could look at some of the other specific things that I had done. And then I could talk about that. Um, Naomi says, she is she knows an engineer who became a marketer and then she specifically works with engineers who need to clarify their message for us common people who don't speak engineer speak amen that was my sister hannah says i feel like that's where i'm at i do web design full-time but i really want to do hand lettering okay so you could um incorporate hand lettering or find clients who would want you to do hand lettering on their web or on things. So if you do web design, you could see it if you start incorporating something like that or clients who might utilize something more hand done, either in print or on the web or in their social media, then that way you're incorporating. If, if you didn't get to watch this one, Hannah, um, uh, Kelly Johnson was on a couple of weeks ago and he works at a church and he was totally in a rut. He was not around other designers. He wasn't pushing himself. He would tell you that. That was what he said on the show. It's not like I'm throwing him under the bus or anything. So then he started pushing and he's like, well, I could do more on social media. I want to learn lettering. His lettering is rocking awesome. But he would be like, okay, well, I have a client, one of the, you know, like the teen thing or the different brackets in the church, right? There's different age groups that have different um, events or, you know things that they do. I can't even think of what you call those things. Somebody else can do whatever. Anyway, she said she just listened to it and he used lettering to answer some of their problems. Well, why don't you start using your hand lettering to answer some of those problems? Even if it has to do because you're doing web design, just start ministries. Thank you, Naomi. Um, even if it just has something that now they, um, you, Hannah, can now do in the plate so people start knowing you and now now you have hand lettering on a bunch of different websites you can also say hey this is something else i do but you have to show it in context this is one of the things my friend karina she just rocks at she's like oh diane when you do and there's an old show i don't know what number it is but i'll find it and i'll put it in the show notes but karina has did this branding thing and she always when she's showing a brand she always mocks it up and now when i teach that 
I teach them to mock it up because I don't want to just see, does it work small? Does it work in reverse? I want to see what it looks like on a sign. I want to see what it looks like on packaging, right? I want to see if it works in how you or the client, the chip manufacturer is going to be using it. So I think they are absolutely mock-ups are king. Maria says that. Okay. Last thing. So sometimes people niche because that's where they end up. Like Mario said, it's where it finds you. And maybe that's what you're passionate about or maybe not. So just like Hannah, she doesn't really maybe want to do web design, but now she could start, she has to shift. We have to pivot. You can't just be like, I'm not doing web design anymore. It finds you. Your niche might find you. If you don't want to be in that niche, then pivot. But pivoting isn't just dropping. Pivot. Think about it. Pivot is you're going one direction. You pivot to start going the other. It's not an automatic. It's not like I did this. That's a jump. A jump turn. I don't know what it really is. But it looks like a jump turn to me. My feet had to come off the floor and then I turned mid whatever. But think about things that you have in common. When I talked to Bautista, I just started asking him about his history, what you had done. And he started lighting up when we started talking about climbing. And then we started talking about analogies he could use from climbing with his clients. And it hit, it hit a, a, a place, it resonated with him. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's one industry, you're just gonna do dentist for forever. I'm gonna do dentist sites. But my husband pushed me to do web design. He's like, why don't you just try this? Now, back in 2005, people, it was not as easy as it is today with Elementor. You can get that at capital D, capital R, Elementor. D, R, yeah, capital D, capital R, Elementor, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital D, capital R, Elementor. It'll be at the end, whatever. Got to get those commercials in somewhere, right? It's an affiliate link. I get a little piece of the pie. It's a great Elementor has saved my butt many, many times. So, but, but it's a pivot is slow and then you're going in that direction, right? So Mark, you still can pivot. You're an amazing artist, right? You are. If the, your mean Mark is way too loud, you need to call me and we need to talk more often, right? Or we need to text more often because I think that you need to surround yourself with people and you also need to solve problems for people who are using that skill. Hannah needs to, needs to solve problems for people who can use her, um, her lettering and feel like she's really winning at that. Same way with Mario with, or, or even Bautista, whatever you're doing. Amy says you're a great artist, Mark, and you are. But now it's about finding you're in a very, very niche. So it's hard to pivot maybe when you're super niched. So you would need to, just like I was telling Amber, you would need to, maybe broaden it out to some extent so that you could say who else could use this type of skill then um, and we can talk about that I'd be happy to talk to you Mark about that but think about you could do an industry right dentist I don't know did you know they have the heart highest um, like suicide rate of any industry Isn't that terrible you need to pray for your dentist people so think about dentists. If I was just doing dentists, you could just, you know, soar to the ends of the earth. But because I know random coming back to it, my husband asked me, pushed me to do web design. And I was like, I don't want to do it because it was hard. Mm, poor Diane. It was hard. Well, sometimes you just got to put on your big girl panties and do it because it was able to solve so many of my clients problems now that I couldn't solve before. 
And so now it is one of my, I love it now, but I'm glad I kind of had to do things in tables way back then. And I had to do things, you know, in a very different way. I still know some basic HTML and CSS and all that stuff, but now I do it in a different, I, I just design with Elementor because Elementor is amazing. Okay. So service and industry type of service, like what type of service I do. So Hannah wants to do lettering. It's a pivot. Let's see how what I'm currently doing, how I could solve it with that thing. And then the more things you do, then you can start solving for more people. It's just like mock-ups. We need to show our work in mock-ups. So you, Hannah, need to put some things that you've lettered in other applications, whether it's social media. You've probably done that, but you could do some more. You could do it as branding. Think about other things you could do it as. You could do it as packaging, you know, on um, uh chips, right? So sometimes people niche for a certain service, they of a certain service that they're doing, an industry. Maybe it's even a task that you, I guess that would be another service, but I was thinking about like a certain task that you do. You do mock-ups. Maybe you learn or you take the mock-up pictures and you make those. That's a task that I don't want to do, right? You might do that. Um, or you maybe focus on a certain kind of customer. So you may have um, small businesses. Those are your customers. Or like um, Mario might have business owners that are in the health and wellness industry that are in Hawaii or that are anywhere. Batista may have, he's in Argentina, right? And you speak Portuguese. Portuguese? What do you speak in Argentina? Ha! Huh. No, he says, ha ha, that's not what it is. Spanish. Do you know any other languages? Clearly, you know English because we were able to talk. But think about it. If you're bilingual, multilingual, if you had more than one, um, you could reach out to people in any English speaking or think about client, customer, people who would have customers that spoke both English and Spanish. You, there's a whole bunch of people that you could reach out to, and that's a niche, right? Anyway, that's it. Hey, rapid recharge, people. I know I really should probably call it rambling recharge, but I don't think that looks good, and then it doesn't, uh, whatever. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash designrecharge. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. They have more than just nonfiction books, people, so... If you want to hear some awesome stories, they have fiction books too. I do read them sometimes. You can always support the channel by doing the Patreon. And the Patreon challenge will start September 1st. You will get access, if you're a patron, you'll get access to the two different challenges. You can choose which challenge you want to do. Um, they're both design challenges, but they're different. And I love Elementor. People, if you're going to buy, there's a free version. And then get the free version through this link, bit.ly bit.ly slash capital D, capital R, and then Elementor. And then when you're ready to buy, go back and get use that same link and get it because I'm telling you this thing will change your the way you design. It's so much easier. And talk about a visual builder that works. And there are some, um, they're free themes that work super well. Anyway, Timely. I told you about Timely. Did I tell you how to get Timely? Bitly bit.ly slash timely. You can try it for 14 days. Did I tell you that? Oh, in this link, bit.ly 
bit.ly/drtimely gives you a 10% discount once you activate your subscription. That's pretty good. Oh, and the Patreon because I forgot to tell you where that one was. That's patreon.com/diane gibbs. The end. You can find all these show notes at rechargingyou.com/311. Isn't that a band? And that's a band that Scott Soder likes. I should have done that on March 11th. Oh well. Here we go. Have a great, oh, hit, hit subscribe and like if you're watching this on YouTube and give us a comment if you're on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love to know what you think. You don't, it won't hurt my feelings if you give me something negative. I'm okay with that. I'm sorry about the, the weird color shift things. I really can't do anything. I think it's um, like just the sun and I'm standing and it changes and I don't, although I'm always changing right? That's really what we're talking about here today. I don't eat their fries very often because it's not really great for me. Hey, Mark. Okay. See, when it's me alone, I feel like I can say hey to y'all whenever you pop in. So it's great. Ooh, I, there's a hurricane brewing. Hopefully you're not going to get any of that, right, Mark? He's in the, um, he's in the Bermuda. Haha, we'll find out, he says. Okay. Always pray for you, buddy. Um, especially during hurricane season. I think somebody's coming in my office. Hang on a second. Hey, I'm doing my podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yes. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Anyway, she was supposed to come at noon to clean. There's these like black mold, you know? And I can cut this out. I, hey, it's great. I don't have that. This is what I put on my door. Please do not disturb. Instead. Contact me via, and then on my door is my phone number and my email. It's not like I just like, go look it up, buddy. Anyway, but it had fallen because the tape's kind of dead. I usually leave, it lives on that. I just stick it to the light switch. Anyway, boop. We'll just start over. I really should do the boop after I do that. Then I remember. Okay, we're going to do that. Boop. Okay, so we're going to keep going. I should boop it again probably. Boop. Okay. So I should probably do that after I say okay. Mm. Let's see if I can get it in my head. I'm so sorry. I don't usually boop, but I usually have people on here with me, Maria, but today I'm just preaching. Mm-hmm. I got to go back to where I was in my notes. Oh, I was at Bautista doing boop. Okay. About that. I did score really high in the ADD problems with focusing. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> Mario's like classic. Yep. This is <laughs> me. I forgot to poop. Oh, well. I got that burnout. That'll be a really long, because I'm not fun. I'm just kidding. I think I'm fun. Probably my husband wouldn't say I'm all that much fun <laughs> all the time. My friend Ellen and I, we went to lunch today. We always go to lunch on Wednesdays. And she's like, well, what, what did you do fun this weekend? And I was like, mm, nothing. I mean, I think every day is fun. You know, like I really, but you know, most normal people are like, oh, you worked Mm, all weekend. Mm." I'm like, but I like to work. You know, I did a lot of research. It was fun to me. She would not think that was fun, I don't think. But then I said, I went to lunch with my friend Kara on Sunday after church. And she's like, oh, that's fun. That's what you did fun. Anyway, random. That'll go at the end. I just had Diet Dr. Pepper today. That's it. And I had a salad for lunch. And I didn't have any Dr. Pepper at lunch. It was just water. Some people can't do that. Some people, if I had my backpack on people, I wouldn't be able to do that. My backpack's really heavy. 
That's why I'm so short. Five one people. I used to be five eight. No, I'm just kidding. I've never been five eight. That would be really funny though. Um, my backpack lets me down, just like the mean Diane. Okay, so I always feel like real bad when it's like a young person. I'm like, oh man, did you know they have the high? This industry has the highest suicide rate. I just think it's terrible. I nobody looks forward to going to the dentist. Nobody. They hurt your mouth. You know, I floss every day, like three times a day. I'm going to stop. You can find all these show notes at, I could do it in a commercially voice. Should I do that? You can find all these show notes at, I should know what my website is. You can find all these show notes at rechargingyou.com slash, slashed, slashed, Diane. No, not Diane. No. Oh, boop. <laughs>